Someday he'll grow up. That will be a great day. I don't know. We're still waiting for McLaren to grow up. Dad's never grown up. Shots fired. You're the one that's grown up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Maybe you can just go go up. Grow up. (laughs) Matthew and I are both grown up. Ew. I'm pretty grown up. Sophia, no, you are not. Yes, I am. I'm way more mature than you. I will you. never forget no. when you were crying over your Snapchats. <laughs> I have grown from that. That's why I've grown up. I've seen your room. Ooh. Mom, Ooh. I do not have a messy room. Yes, you do. No, I don't, because you guys will look in my room after I get ready. Liar! Rich is called messy. Matthew, your do room you, is messy most of the time. Do you keep your room clean out in Boston? Um, not, not exceptionally clean. So you I, don't... I just, I don't know, I spend so little time in it. So then wouldn't it be I'm, clean? I'm pretty good, but not great. I don't make my bed. Oh. Yeah. I don't do there. I don't make mine either. Make your bed. I've got a sheet and a pillow, so there's nothing really to make. That's yeah. the most boy thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Like homeless vibes. <laughs> All right, table talk with Rookie's family. Let's do our introduction here. We are the podcast family. Uh, we can be found all over social media. We'll get to that later, but you've already found us. So you can enjoy our uh, eavesdropping. You're kind of eavesdropping in on our family conversations, our family debates, and our uh, apparently our um, our daily routines, uh, whether our beds are made or we have a clean... Um, um, excuse me, ma'am. We're trying to do a podcast There's no, here. There's She's no okay. popcorn Can you in the hear movie? that? Yes. yes. Yeah, mom. We well, can always hear you. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to put a cough drop in my mouth. That's, so so let's all knows. listen. Let's put the cough drop next to the microphone. <laughs> let's all listen. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But it's got to be done. Okay. Oh, that is so beautiful. I won't get on that. All right. Uh, yeah, so thank you for tuning in, and we hope you tell others about it, and I hope you will um, rate us. We like to hear – we get a lot of nice ratings. We got a couple of, ah, it's too boring. I can't hang with it. Sorry, Rook. Well, that's okay, too. Then, uh, Well, if we're boring, that's quite alarming. Your right. life must be pretty extravagant. Well, we appreciate the ones that have stuck with us. Uh, everybody is here except uh, Matthew via telephone is uh, out east. And he's checking in. He was off last week. What was last? What were you doing last week? Kenny was running the Newport Marathon. That's right. How did he do? Did he win? He finished, and that's all that uh, is very important. He did a great job. It was a, a very cool course, running past the the, the breakers, those giant mansions in Newport. Uh, so it was a very cool um, marathon. Not too many people, but really, uh, he did a great job. He finished so. Did Haley like being the person that follows around? Because she's usually yeah. the one we're the following team. around. Yeah. Did she it, like yeah, that it side? Yeah, a good taste for her to, to be the spectator side of things. It yeah. was an interesting marathon because it's not a very big one. So a lot of the roads, you could actually still drive down while the marathon was going on. Oh, weird. Wow. And they would basically have the people running on the side of the road. So hmm. it made it really easy to... Go from Connect. spot to spot. Oh, that's so nice. Give Kenny whatever he needed, water, Gatorade, whatever. Yeah, pull up uh, next to so, him. What do you need, Kenny? A pizza? We got right here yeah, in the car was, with you. We had plenty of time. We we probably saw him almost every two miles. Wow. And by the end of it, we had been cheering for basically every other mile uh, for the whole race. And after the marathon, there were people coming up to us, runners from the marathon, saying, oh, my gosh, you guys were amazing. Thank oh, you so that's much nice. for cheery and it was pretty funny because you'd see them and they're like holy crap i see you every five minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are experienced marathon spectator yeah. support team so it was a lot of fun i have to say being the mayor you know i'm not a runner never will be <laughs> really? i was not made to run but being the spectator and helping the people like along in the marathon I really believe that, like, I am helping them, and I'm part of this marathon experience. It's fun. Because it's so fun. It it's like helpful. an adrenaline rush. You're like, all right, we got to, <clears throat> excuse me, we got to get there. We got to go. It's so much fun. Here they come. Yeah, it's fun. Well, I think um, somebody speaking from experience, an official runner in the family who actually ran track and field oh before she ate some track. Um. <laughs> oh, stop. You're talking about me. I... I fainted and no one believes me. I legit, I had a 200 
and I two hundred. Yes, I had a two hundred, and I wanted to be like first or second. Right. And I pushed myself so hard in my head that my legs were just not matching mm. up, and I blacked out. Like everything went black. Yes. <laughs> I ate the ground. It was so Never embarrassing. She tasted her, some trash. coach went running out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just remember being tapped on the shoulder, and he was like, are you okay? And I looked up, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that did not just happen. Yes, Lord, I am. Yes. <laughs> she crawled over the I finish line. I was so line. embarrassed. That was funny. Well, oh. tell Kenny congratulations. You'll probably see him before we we do. So yeah, That's quite yeah, an accomplishment. Yeah, very cool. That is cool. All right. Uh, anything else happening this week? Well, we had an incident with our new dog. <sighs> Sad to say. Uh, he's still with us. Yeah. But oh. his days might be <laughs> numbered. Numbered. Um, he woke up yesterday and did not want to come out of his crate. And then once uh, he came out, he was walking like a drunk person. And falling and very lethargic. Yes. And not himself at all. So McLaren called the uh, emergency vet and her and I well, got wait, in the car. Before you get there, mm-hmm. he was showing signs of like Piper a little bit where his back legs just weren't working. And yeah, we might have been a little hyper. Well, no. But I all I could think of is his back legs aren't working. We got Piper round two about to happen. Yeah. So we got in the car, brought him to the emergency vet, uh, which it happens to be about five minutes from our house. And they saw him right away. And it turns out that he was having a blood sugar incident. And his blood sugar was extremely low. So they fed him and kept him. They wanted to keep him overnight on IV fluids. We're good. Um. I put the kibosh on that. Yeah. I, I can monitor and just the projected vet bill. We're like, you know, he he doesn't need to be overnight. It, it, it's okay. I'll take that seven hundred bucks and we'll go to New York for the weekend. And uh. yeah. So anyway, we left him there till about four thirty, five o'clock ish, and uh, Matt went over and picked him up and brought him home, and he was a hundred percent fine at that point, completely back to his own self, a little tired. Um. But back to his own self and had a good night, and we're now feeding him more often throughout the day and making sure that he gets a meal before he goes to bed. And (laughs) he woke up this morning, went outside, did his business, came in, ate, completely normal today, too. And um, we're coming here, and we get a call from the vet. (laughs) So one of the tests they did, she had told us it it takes 12 hours to get the results back. It goes out to another place, and she had got the results back from that, and it was showing abnormal numbers. So now they want the dog back for another extremely (laughs) expensive ultrasound, potentially leading to a surgery to put a stint in his liver. So by the time if this happens, we could have had three new dogs, Mm. and instead we got one with a bunch of vet bills. So we're starting to go fund me. So yes, to go fund me for Finley. We haven't started it yet, but yeah. uh, fund Finley. Yep. <laughs> can we Please do that? donate us. Yeah, we can, but we actually should. <laughs> well, should. considering that I unfortunately said I take responsibility for the dog when I got the vet bill yesterday for twelve hundred dollars, and if you know me, I'm a huge spender, and I've been working really hard at not spending every single paycheck. My last paycheck, I had it saved. I was, like, on top of the world. And the vet's like, yeah, the estimate's going to be $1,200. And I broke out in hives inside the vet. She did. <laughs> she did, but you're you not going to. You won't, dog. Have, to, right, you won't have to pay for that. Matthew, you haven't even met him. If you met him, you would know that this is painful for us. Matt. I'm sure I, I'm sure I like him, but I don't need very- to. The whole office was... Dying yesterday, going because this dog is so cute. Oh, ah, going and going. Yeah, right. We should I like him that much. Tell him to get out the wallet. Right, you have to pay to pet Finley. We should have a little sign. You have to pay to pet Finley. It's one dollar uh, per pet. You have to like pay the vet to touch it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you touched him six times. It's six dollars, please. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we'll keep you updated. We will go um, actually to see our regular vet with Finley and see what he has to say. Yeah. And um, we'll keep you updated. Yeah. 
So watch for that on social media. Or the breeder might be getting the dog back, mm-hmm. sadly. Right. Or and a little visit to the pet cemetery. They have to give us some money back. No, there is a – he is under uh, – we get a full year. If warranty? He has, yeah, he's under warranty oh. for a full year. It's two years if you agreed to doing their dog food, but – and we just see the equivalent of changing the oil, so we're still we're uh, we're following all procedures. Yep, we're doing what we got to do. All right, well, good luck, Finley. That's just kind of the price of doing business. <laughs> all right, we ready to roll here? Anything else that happened this week that anybody wants to talk about? Let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, first and foremost, <clears throat> the Yankees are out. They got knocked out four to two uh, last night. Mom is upset about that. I am. I'm thrilled. I'm not a Yankee fan. Um, and not just because they've had the twins number. It's just uh, they buy uh, championships, which leads me to a uh, – I just saw a piece this morning. This was in the uh, New York uh, Wall Street Journal, I'm sorry. The New York Yankees. The Yankees' decade of almost $2 billion spent and zero titles won. So over the last decade, they've spent $2 billion on payroll – and they haven't made it to the big dance. They've been close, but... Essentially what it comes down to is Dad gets mad at the Yankees because they buy the best players, and that's what he gets mad about. Because we had this conversation the other mm-hmm. day. So well, the Boston Red Sox are the ones with the highest payroll. I think they pay like $230 million a year. Uh, and I think it's the Detroit Lions who have the lowest payroll at like $90 million a year. Detroit uh, Lions. Tigers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wait, the what? Vikes are playing the Lions. Uh, the they're playing the Lions, right. so they're on my mind. Right. Um, but that, there is a, an interesting report that MLB came out with a couple weeks ago, and they did the cost per win for each team, mm-hmm. and they basically divide the payroll for the team by the number of wins, and it it averages out to like each each team is paying. Like $1.9 million per win. Jeez. Wow. Which is just crazy. The uh, Twins were number four for most efficient, essentially. So they paid mm. the lowest amount for the most amount of wins. Oh, wow. Hmm. That is um, pretty interesting. Matthew, Red Sox were last. Are the what? Red Sox still in for the World Series, or are they out? No. They didn't even make the playoffs. Oh. oh. Yeah, so they're I hanging in the middle. They didn't make playoffs. Yikes. Because uh, they won last year, right? They did. Okay. In 2009... Uh, they had just uh, the Yankees won the 2009 World Series, following a 400 million dollar winter spending spree. So their payroll was 400 million dollars in 2009, the last year they won the World Series. Lord have mercy. That's a lot. This of- is, if they well now they they're not going to win it. This will be only the second decade in the history of the Yankees that they haven't won a World Series. So this was their last shot to win one this decade. And the last time was like the, I don't know, 1920s. That's the, the second decade they hadn't won a World Series, which is awesome. Oh, well, the only one really upset by this news is your mother, who is well, a Yankees fan. I think fan. you're being dramatic. Behind the really twins. Upset, yeah, you're not, you're not obsessive, but you, uh, it, it pleases you when they continue to win. Yes, I've always enjoyed the Yankees. I like success. <laughs> oh, and well, I like their hats. And you like what? Their hats. Thank you, Sophia. Yeah, Miss, I want to wear my Yankees hat right outside of Fenway Park, so I want to die. That, that was, just, that was, that was me, too. Let's just hope the Astros don't roll out those ugly uniforms, because that's a reason for roll not the liking 70s. them alone. <laughs> yep. It's all about the uniforms. All right, and uh, so that was my Yankees comment, and now I have a brain teaser. Ooh. Okay. Matthew's going right. to win. No. A, a ball and bat cost $1.10 and together. And the bat costs $1 more than the ball. How much is the ball? A baseball and bat are purchased together for $1.10. The bat is $1 more than the baseball. How the, ball, much? the ball is $0.05 cents and the bat's $1.05. Damn it. Yep. No, uh, it didn't oh, work. We didn't work that, that quick. How's that a brain teaser? Isn't that just a math problem? That's just yeah, a you're math trying to figure problem. it out. <laughs> hey, hey. Like, that is not a brain yes, teaser. Even I could have okay, got that. So Gabe has decided to rejoin the podcast after sitting off his phone. After that whole thing went down, Matthew gave the answer. Gabe goes, so what's the question? Oh, my. No, sorry. 
right. All right. Try this one then. There is a pond with lily pads in it. Every day, the amount of lily pads in the pond doubles. Two, four, six, eight, etc. If on the 30th day, the pond is completely full, on which day was it half full? Okay, that's a lot. I got it. Okay, don't say it yet. Okay. I'm not trying. Never. Listen to what I'm saying. There's a pond with lily pads in it. Every day, the amount of lily pads in the pond doubles. Okay. If on the 30th day, the pond is completely full, on which day was it half full? Oh, the 15th. Okay, she says the 15th. Matthew, don't say it yet because I think you got it. Yeah, oh, I know I do. Ew. If on the 30th day the pond is completely full, on which day was it half full? The 7th. Yep. It, it doubles every <laughs> Why? day. Why? Why is it the 7th? <laughs> she just said oh. it with such authority. I want to go, she's got it. She oh. calculated it out. I didn't calculate it. Doubles. It. it doubles wait, every day. Just wait. Let me just do some quick math. Okay. There's no math needed. I'm so confused. I don't really know. I don't know. And I'm not really paying attention. What's the answer? I wish you would. If on the 30th day, the pond is full. Yesterday. It would have had what is it from the full of? Day. I hate my life. 30. I hate Sophia, that's not yes. it. I hate brain teasers. So it's half full on the 29th. But look, at we did this on Garage Logic. I had all this math figured out. Yeah. And we were going all over everywhere. Brain teasers are stupid. Matthew, you're brain, teasers. And brain teasers with Matthew involves makes them even more not stupid fun, right? because not he gets fun. every single one. All right. Now I'm upset and sweating. I know. Well, in, in full disclosure, hey. I have I have heard that one. Ooh. Don't disclose uh, that. Forget that. We don't know that. We think you're smart. The harder thing is finding a brain teaser that I haven't already heard. And the oh, person, please. The person that likes to get give Matthew brain teasers and try to stump him is who, Matthew? I know. Auntie Teresa. Yeah. Yes. That's me and throw a brain teaser. I'll throw the answer and then she'll get frustrated. Well, I can tell you when Auntie <laughs> Teresa listens to this podcast, there's no way in hell she figured out either one of those. Uh, the, the baseball bat one or the lily pad. She's just not. Uh, she's not uh, upstairs all the way there, Tree. Sorry. Cough them up. All right. That's that's all I have. I had the Yankees and I had a couple of brain teasers. Um, my article Thanks. and it appears that my phone has gone missing, but I can still deliver my article because I read my article. So for those of you that don't know, this is a little inside story happening here. A dynamic between two siblings where one is not capable of seeing the other's phone without stealing it and hiding it somewhere. In my defense. Let's not name names. Oh, look at In my defense. I took it right in front of her face. She was sitting right there. I reached I'm over and I'm not paying attention it. to that. I'm trying to do a podcast. She's doing a I podcast. Didn't, I didn't and do you're it during a podcast. Phones. Remember when I moved my chair over to her and I got in trouble for taking her space? I do remember that. Why would I move my chair into her? I will okay. say this, and I'm not going to name names, but one of the parties that's dumb enough to always leave his or her phone out in the open. I'm not naming no, any names it, here. I get in trouble for Gabe stealing my phone because my phone is sitting in front of me or next to me, and he grabs it, and Dad's no. like, you keep your phone in your pocket. Don't anyway, always let him have his really phone. Really poor impersonation. That, that dad, dad, who will leave the house and be like, oh, I don't have my phone. This is the, the inside in the story on Table Talk. Unreal. All right. Well, my article is about the flight that took flight from New York all the way to Australia. Oh, yeah. And it was, I believe, 19 hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, And they were going nonstop. There were no stops. There were 47. Now, like I said, I don't have my phone. My numbers might be a little bit off. There were 47 people on the plane. And they didn't fill it because they didn't want to have to stop for fuel. Mm. So they did all the calculations. It's to be where, very light. Yeah, they weren't going to have to stop. And they invited two universities to come and like track the people in there. Yeah. So the flight landed successfully. They made it, and they haven't gone through all like it landed this morning, Sunday morning. Um, they haven't uh like, gone through all the studies, studies with the people yet, but it was successful. They made it, and we'll see how people felt yeah, for it'll, that. It'll be interesting to see if it had an effect on bodies, and I would imagine if you're in a 
big jetliner and there's 47 people on it, you're walking around, you're having yeah. fun. The 19 hours probably passed pretty quickly. Um, so I don't think it could have been too torturous. But if that were a full plane, well, A, it couldn't, it couldn't happen because of the weight. But they flew, that so, would be torture. Yeah. They flew on an airline called Quintus. Quantus. 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 And I asked before. I know. Quantus. Quantus never created. And they flew from New York all the way to Sydney, Australia. Oh. Without stopping. Yeah. There were four pilots on board, and they rotated between each other for flying the plane. So They also. It's almost like they flew to Jupiter. You can't tell I got my phone back. They also wore devices that tracked their brain waves and alertness. The pilots did, or everyone? Yeah, no, okay. the pilots. That's Why, kind of creepy. I don't get what the point is. If the plane's not able to make it that far without being refueled, exactly. I agree. I'm doing this flight, this flight anyway. They flew on a Boeing seven eighty seven eight Dreamliner, which is a huge plane, and yeah, it's it's, it's well, how many people? Yeah, but if you're only putting forty seven people on it, it's well, going to cost. True. Because couldn't they fly on a smaller plane that is lighter and put more people on it? Qantas has big planes. Oh, that's true, Their entire entire thing is built on big planes, big flights. Well, that's because they're going to Australia and back, so they have to have uh, planes that have got a lot of fuel. I also would like to know, and this article doesn't specify where these people were sitting. Like, is there a first class and a business class that people... Well, because that... He's already trying to be like, but, um, I would have to be in the first class. No, but that makes a big difference. If you can lay down and have all that space to yourself for 19 hours, that's different than being seated in these, a coach these seat. These people are part of a study. No one paid. I know, but... You guys, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I don't care about price. I'm just saying it would make a difference if you're on a flight that long of where you are seated on that plane. If you're like I was flying to Paris next to an obese man trapped against the window, (laughs) and that was my for 20-hour flight, I would die. It literally was me. Matthew saw it, and I was like, you have got to be kidding. It was the worst flight of my life. I'd make sure that if I was sitting next to McLaren on a 20-hour flight, I'd make it the worst flight of my life. I had a guy next to me coming from uh, D.C. to New York who was bigger, and we couldn't put down the armrest in between us. Oh, We had to fly with it up with a stranger like on my side. Gross. You. Slamming oh, on you? Yeah. Hey, flying Ooh. standby isn't always uh, A plus 100%, is it? That was fine. It was a short flight. I was oh, mine was not. A guy playing checkers. And an old lady. Hmm. Nice, Gabe. Yep. Lucky. Thank you for that thoughtful story. You had to sit by yourself? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I hate that. Got on the plane by myself. Good job. That's called adulting. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> Why would I get on the plane by myself? Uh, okay, so that is uh, that was a success. What do you think? I think it was an unrealistic success for this airline company. All right. Qantas. Qantas never crashed. Well... As fellow South St. Paul dwellers, we know a lot about the meatpacking industry. Ha ha. <laughs> and, uh, my article is about a house that is next to a slaughterhouse. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And the basement got flooded with animal blood and oh, parts. Oh. Cool. How? For Halloween? No. I'm gagging, actually. Um. So it was an Iowa house, and the slaughterhouse just got bought by a new owner, and the new owner was, they said that they were doing everything correctly, and they were, like, disposing of everything in a drain in the actual slaughter room. And it started off as, like, like animal fats and bones would come into their basement, Yo. and they told the DNR, like, what is this? And the DNR said that it's animal bones, and then eventually... It got flooded with blood. Oh. At least, at least, like here, I'll sh- I have a picture of it. Are they suing but, the the place? Um, the place said that they will pay for and help clean up for the damages. You damn right. Right, there's not enough bleach. Yeah, hey, yo, what's going five, on in your basement? That ain't none of my business. Oh, what, what, Matt? It was five inches of blood. Yeah. Oh, oh my no. god! Awesome. Oh, no. You're redoing my entire basement. Everything. Well, the basement wasn't finished. Yeah. Well, it should be now. That's unreal. Blood. That's blood. 
And oh. the smell. Can I you can't imagine? No. And it's in the midst of them trying to sell their home. I don't think that smell no. would ever come out of your house. Well, first, who would buy that house in the first place? Because if you buy that house, you must like the stink of packaging animals. Piper would like it. Oh, God rest your soul. I mean, they're like, they're Iowa farmers, and they happen to live next to, they've lived next to the meatpacking place for like 10 years. Yeah, 10 years, and they haven't had any problems, but it got a new owner, and this happened. Well, that's a real big issue with that one. I picture like the the Goodrich house, you know, getting flooded like that. I'm like, oh, you can't go down there. Sorry. Yeah, in our house, Dad would just shut the door and say, stay out yeah, of the we basement. Can't go down yeah. There. Yeah. We'd live like that for years. Or he grabbed like there. the floor machine sucker, like the floor yeah. cleaner. Yeah. Every now and then, Dad would disappear. Where's Dad? He's in the basement. <laughs> and you'd hear the, the shot back down the there. Only, the only time you'd go downstairs is to grab from the deep freezer anything Schwans. Schwans. Oh, Schwans, never chip say cookies. Schwans. Yeah. Eat I the, love Schwans. Eat the cookie the dough cookie that dough. never made it to getting baked but because then everybody would just eat it. You'd grab the cookie dough and you would run up those stairs so fast before the boogeyman <laughs> grabs your leg on that <laughs> landing and you were done, though. Or if you were the dad, you would eat all the cookie dough before you went upstairs. <laughs> yeah, just check it on the light switch down <laughs> On the blood. Yeah, the blood. The blood's all good. <laughs> or... Play darts with the dartboard that no, has, yes, that has no. pictures of teachers. <laughs> yeah, stop <laughs> there. Stop there. Yeah, hold, hold tight. We don't need to tell everybody everything. So, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so then they got it all cleaned up, or where are we with the story, Gabe? I don't know. It was a couple yeah. of days ago, so I bet they haven't Matthew really probably knows. figured it out yet. All right. They well, yeah, I mean, they're just they, they're getting remediated, kind of that. Remediated. Yep. How official. I'll look it up later. <laughs> All right, who's next? You would call it. Matthew. Matthew's got oh. some, some stories. I'm up. Yep. <laughs> Sophia, that was right. you. That was not. Uh, I have a few things, uh, and they are all religious. Oh, good. What? Um, these are three. So it's three articles, but they're all like very short. The first one is I don't know if any of you saw these. They launched Jesus shoes. Sweet. And they're a tennis shoe, and they're like, they're very hip. Like it's it's hot on the street. They're sold out immediately. What company? They are Nike. White tennis shoes. I don't. It's just like this small company. It's not one of not a big okay. Okay. shoe company. Uh, you can find them at Jesus dot shoes. If you go online. Okay. And there is holy water in the sole that you can see. What? And there's a cross on the laces. And on the back has the I-N-R-I, which is above Jesus. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. They're hilarious. I would, I would wear I these. I've got a picture a of it right now. And they are, they look fashionable. Get yeah. it, though? Holy water in the soul. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They yeah. are Nike. They're, like, sick. How do we? So they're sold it says, out? Nope. It says, yeah. get Moshifs next drop 24 hours before the masses. New drop every second Uh-oh. and fourth Tuesday. I don't know how I feel it's about gonna it. Be, it's going to be like Kanye West. Yeah. They're Nike shoes. They're Nike, yeah. I know, but uh, Adidas is Kanye West Yeezys. These are going to be like the new Yeezys. Well, how much are these? I don't know. I haven't I, found a price. Uh, I know they, they sold out immediately, and they've been going for quite a bit on... Their, Secondary market. Oh my gosh. Their motto is walk on water. Yeah. Because there's holy water in Sad. the soul. Oh. We Never have oh. over $2,500. Oh, that's StockX, though. What that's that's going to be more well, expensive. eBay than is $2,250. Yeah, Gabe, here's the thing is when they're sold out like that, they're a hot commodity. And if you're rich and you want them, you'll pay that. They're actually sick. Wait, now, let's. Do, that's, that's is this square, okay? I, I don't. Uh, I'm having an issue. We need to call in. We need to call in the special guest. Okay, (laughs) it's probably not real holy water. I hate to break it to you. It's from the River Jordan. It says that right there. But do you guys remember those loci bracelets? It's okay. Telling people that they have dirt. Just wait. Oh, just because it's from the River Jordan, does that make it holy water? Doesn't need to be blessed by a priest. Yeah. So do you think that a priest is blessing this water? That's a good I question. I don't know that they, yeah, I don't know that it would be sanctioned. So I just, I don't know. The no. shoe, the retail oh. price of the shoe is $1,425. So never mind. I'm not getting the shoe. I got vet bills. Yeah. 
They're they're Nike Air Max 97s. Wow. That is a good, interesting point. So can you scroll up so we can see the cross and stuff? (laughs) So it comes with a crucifix that looks like it belongs on a rosary uh, affixed to the laces. Huh. I don't know. I'm. We this might is not need to do some. Uh, I like it all. Find a special guest to talk about like that. These. Yeah, yeah. they're a, they're a very cool shoe. Oh, drag that. I think it'll move the shoe. McLaren, I've been trying. To oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I think it's a cool shoe, but yeah, Mom brings up a good point. Is this something? Is this sacrilegious, or can you buy right. those shoes and? How would it be sacrilegious? It feels wrong to me. I don't they're know. Bra- they're branding the shoe as you're walking on water. That's like Jesus walked on water. So they're like making, it's like a mockery of like, oh, you Jesus walking uh, on water. You know, they're not although, you're Jesus. I guess traditionally, Christians and Catholics, we've, you guys don't know, like a uh, scapula and stuff, we wore those. You guys didn't. What's this? But I, tell you, I have mine hanging in my room. From when we did our first confession, you got that. What is it? It's um like little holy card oh. um, on the front, and then it's kind of a little uh, ribbon that goes, and then there's another one in the back. I'll show it. It's hanging but in also, my room. You are <clears throat> Catholic. You believe in Jesus. See, what ha- is going to happen with these is it's a great marketing ploy. It's a... a fascinating shoe but you're gonna get people exactly. that don't believe Indeed. and are mocking oh i got a cross as a fashion statement oh that's I got why holy water I, right and i think you're hitting why i feel uncomfortable with that it's the same thing as um wearing a rosary yes. if you're wearing a rosary as a fashion statement and jewelry that probably should not be done but if you're wearing a rosary in a religious um connotation and you're doing it for the right reasons then it can be done i i never knew that i had to learn that right i I would i would agree with you um the uh the scapulars that you wear to not suffer eternal damnation if you're wearing that when you die you you will not go to hell that's what it says on the back of it so when i turn about 60 i'm never taking mine off we're throwing one on daily yeah just in case uh, but I agree. And if you're walking around with a rosary because it's cool, if you're Madonna-like, saying, "Oh, I want to wear this," ro-, that's sacrilegious. Right. Yeah. All right. This is be- beautiful segue to my next. Yeah, I, I looked okay. at this one. By the way, yeah. bef- before you continue, Matthew, I do have a. Uh, I use the bat phone to call uh, the good Padre, and uh, he's going to call in a couple of minutes. Oh, so really? We'll get his, oh, awesome. So uh, we'll, we'll get re- his input. Let's revisit the shoes then. Yes. All right, Matthew. Uh, this week. The Vatican, uh, with the Pope's blessing, launched an e-rosary. It is a $110 electronic rosary, essentially. Uh, And it incorporates a fitness tracker into the rosary. So it's in partnership with the Vatican and Acer, who makes the computers. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's an adapted fitness tracker. But you can also pray the rosary with it. It says, once the prayer begins, the smart rosary shows the user's progress throughout the different mysteries and keeps track of each rosary completed. Oh, I kind of like that. Now, I like this. Ooh, wait oh, a minute that's kind of cool. No, I'm not contradicting. You, you wear a rosary. You, and you pray, but you have to pray. Well, it's all. You don't have to be praying the whole time. It also has a pedometer in it, so it counts your steps. Okay, so okay, wait, I'm confused wait, wait, now. Wait, wait. Can you say what you just said again? Because now I'm confused. There's nothing to be confused about. So it's a it's it's a rosary bracelet, I think. Okay, yes, this is it right here. We've got a picture. And it counts your steps. It does your heart rate. Uh, it counts how far you've walked and whatnot. But it also, when you are praying, it will keep track of where you are in praying the rosary. So what? it's listening to you. No. I no, I don't think so. I don't know how it works. But... You, you must uh, click off. If you're on that second Hail Mary, maybe you hit the enter button and it says, okay, this is number two. Yeah. And uh, Matthew, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock you in here. Hang on. Sure. And it looks like, uh, do we have the good Padre on the line here? Uh, yes, yes, this is. Uh, Father, good morning. This this counts for Mass on Sunday, I think, right? Is this you joining the family podcast? 
I don't think so. Uh, I'm not even going to call it a gray area. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Father Nels Jingdahl from uh, you are at Holy Family right now, correct? Yeah, Holy Family Catholic High School out in Victoria, Minnesota, yeah. All right, and you are our our resident uh, priest here for the family podcast. Say hello to your mother who will hear this this week. <laughs> hello, Mom. <laughs> uh, we're all here. Matthew's uh, on via the telephone in Boston, and Matthew brought to the table. Uh, go ahead, Matthew. Tell uh, Father Zhangdao what you brought to the table. There are these new shoes that just got launched, and they are called Jesus Shoes, and they're essentially Nike shoes, and in the sole of the shoe they have – uh, what they're calling holy water. And then on the, the laces of the shoe, there's a crucifix and then some other inscriptions and whatnot on the shoe. But they're calling marketing them as Jesus shoes. You can see them online if you go to Jesus.shoes. Um, but we are just discussing the... I, I don't know whether they're sort of a sacrilegious thing or if they're wrong uh, and just kind of debating what the, what the deal is with them. Is any pub good pub, I guess, or is it really uh, this is strikes me as just a moneymaker in the name of Jesus, which would be the wrong way to do things? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I haven't heard of these. Um, I will definitely have to look them up. Uh, I, my take is, you know, people have been trying to, excuse me, market uh, – market Christianity for quite some time, or I shouldn't say market Christianity, use Christianity as a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. So my take on it is uh, I wouldn't waste my money on them. Um, <laughs> even if Pope Francis starts sporting them, uh, I think uh, I'll buy a better pair of shoes. Than those. <laughs> I remember the uh, I remember the Reebok pumps, and that was going to be air was going to make you play basketball better. And now oh, I'm yeah. thinking water is going to make you play basketball better. <laughs> you're bad at basketball. You're bad at basketball. I'm sorry. I do think it's clever, though, when they put the holy water in the sole huh, of the shoe. Well, I, the holy water, typically I don't allow people to consume it. Um, but they, uh, but it's a clever clever twist on it to put it in the sole. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that that's the worst sacrilege that's ever been done, but I certainly wouldn't uh, tell anybody, oh, you're wearing these shoes. Well, you can walk right into heaven with those on. (laughs) So then the other thing that got launched this week was the Vatican and Acer launched the e-rosary. I don't know if you saw that. but it's No, I missed that one too. The rosary bracelet, and it has a pedometer in it, so you can track your steps. And it also tracks where you are in praying the rosary. Well, I would say it only only counts if the pedometer and if you're doing it on your knees. Um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd love to see. Uh, you know, right now we're 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 all trying to be like as efficient as we can be for efficiency's sake. It seems so. People say, "Oh, I'll pray the rosary while I walk." And while I listen to a podcast and while I, um, you know, knit while I'm walking and, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of go, all right, where's, where's the, where's the benefit of any of these at this point? I'm not saying it's wrong or anything like that, but, um, you know, people tell me, oh, you know, I, I pray when I'm in the car or something like that. And I say, well, that's good. That's good. But if, for example, I was building a relationship with my spouse and the only time I talked to her was in rush hour traffic, I can't imagine that our conversation would be all that deep. <laughs> and, you know, point. she'd probably say, oh, pull over. We're talking right now. Um, so I don't know. It's just it's one of these things where everybody's trying to be efficient. I'm like, ah, come on, you know, focus on one thing or another at a time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I don't say there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd be like, oh, that's, I mean, if that's, if that's your gateway into it, great, um, wonderful. But I would challenge people like, all right. Let's let's go a little bit deeper. Let's go a little bit more. Uh, but hey, I've seen people who have a rosary app and they'll pray it that way. Um, you know, so eh, I just usually yeah. just take a whole rosary and just spin it on my <laughs> finger to pray a rosary really quick. Um, you know? uh, I if think you get it rotated fifty times. There you go. You got your fifty Hail Marys in. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're making uh, complex something that is. Uh, very simple, and like you said, uh, the reverence of, if you're saying the rosary, that should probably be your undivided attention as opposed to, you know, going for a, a, a run or knitting or doing something else. It's 
it makes sense, especially if you're very dedicated to say the rosary. That's more than just, you know, firing out an Our Father or Hail Mary. Oh, yeah, totally. And, you know, and I've gone for rosary walks, admittedly, you know, around the neighborhood or something like that. So it's not like it's something wrong or evil or anything like that. But I kind of like, well, let's let's slow down. We we try to go so fast in our world today that I think it's good when life forces us to slow down. Um, you know, no, you got to sit down. I mean, that's that's one of the things with, uh, you know, when, when teaching the students, too. Um yeah, at times it's going to be boring. Matt knows that. Junior, you know, he, <laughs> he, he'll, he'll admit to it. He was he was falling asleep in the back of the classroom and I'd have to throw markers at him. And if you, if, you know, if I was in a good mood, I'd put the cap on before. I <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, Jesus shoes. Yeah, it's. I remember the, I don't know if you remember the WWJD bracelets that they oh, yeah. had. Oh, yeah. yes. You know, so again, I, I think, you know, religion probably, probably religion has been used uh, to make money uh, amongst various people throughout the ages. So I wouldn't say it's anything new, nor is it anything that I would invest in whatsoever. Um, yeah, buy, buy yourself a good pair of red wing boots and, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, and you're set. Perfect. So. All right. Well, uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time. You've preached long enough. And uh, I am gonna, I am gonna mark this one down as uh, we attended. Uh, you know, maybe not mass, but just we were, we were preached to. Well, it only counts if you were wearing your Jesus shoes while while you were doing this stuff. You know? All right, Father, we appreciate your uh, listening to the podcast, and we appreciate your participation today. Oh, You'll receive a fifty dollars Murray's gift certificate. Uh, no, Jack's Cafe. All right, I'll put that to good use. All right, well, have a great day. Thanks, Padre. Friday during Lent. Right. All right, right, take care. Thanks, Father. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, well, that was nice. Yeah, Yeah. really nice. Uh, Mm -hmm. To go to the expert, we need need to do that more often when we have questions. Yeah, that... Call an expert, so... Also, it was really nice that he's available because it is a Sunday, so... Yeah. Um, But just kind of coming back quickly to the rosary bracelet... If the Vatican is saying that, if the Vatican's behind it, then does that mean that they think it's okay? Well, yeah. No, I think, no, it doesn't. They hate it, but they're still going to support no, it. No, no. No, but... It's, I think it's a a matter of, I think Father Jengdahl's right in that. If you are praying the rosary, like, probably deserving of your attention, and that's what you should be focused on. Yeah. But at the same time, if the Vatican can get more people to pray the rosary, then I think that's a win. Uh, and that's something that would be in their best interest. Right. And I think what Father was saying is maybe this is a start to them falling in love with saying the rosary and then taking it the, to the next step where it is just mm-hmm. them in solitude with their actual rosary, to praying the, the rosary. step. Ha-ha. Right. Well, I and I it. also think that people are, like— we kind of talked about this with the rosary wearing it, but people like to wear religious things. Like I really wanted a rosary ring when we were in Italy. Nothing fits my fat fingers. But um, I also Maybe think not. that the Catholic Church like isn't like up to they're is behind in their times. Yeah, they're very traditional. So I think coming out with something like this could appeal to True. a lot of our generation, even like your guys' generation, just because, Mm -hmm. and I'm not like harping on the Catholic church, but it is very traditional and this is what our traditions are. So I think them coming out with something like this could get people, oh, this is tracking my steps because it's cool and technology, but it's also reminding me of, I should stop and pray the rosary every now and then. Like, I think it could be appealed to a lot of people in a cool way. I will say it's really kind of attractive. It's pretty. I I I would wear that. It's really pretty. I really like it. It's very cool looking. I I do like it. I I would agree with you guys. Uh, Think of newspapers. Newspapers thought they were, well, everybody reads them. You must read the newspaper. Mm -hmm. That's where people, they never changed or kept up with society. And this, the the youth of America, of, of the world, are electronic, and that is one way I would – versus the Jesus shoes are a different thing. I think this is a way to promote uh, if you're going to say the rosary. Are you comparing a newspaper to the entire Catholic Church? Uh, <laughs> in a way th- that the Catholic Church needs to um, needs to expand and modernize so they can keep uh, young kids uh, Involved. Not saying drop every tradition, just saying like little things like this can be appealing and get kid, 
kids and my generation, like, oh, our religion can actually be hip and cool sometimes, and I mean, it's not always stuck in. Even kind of look at what Kanye West is doing, not saying it's right or wrong. What is he doing? So, but it's <laughs> probably it's a big stretch, it's though. He's making gospel music to try and save California. No, so yeah, his new going. album is, is called, like, Jesus something. Did he comes have... out this week. Is he a born again, or do you think this is just a a bit to make money? I don't. No. I question his sincerity. I don't know. I no. think that he's made enough money. I think and he's, he's born just, again. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dealt with a lot of bad stuff. I think he has found Jesus, and he doesn't need money. He's married to Kim Kardashian now. The whole money thing. But remember, that's Kim's money, so they I, have to keep that. Yeah, separate. but I also think that mm. he's got no issues himself. Do we have a price on the rosary bracelet at all? $110. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty affordable for something that's going to track all of that. I think that's a good price. Does anybody know what wonderful shop in St. Paul we could go to get that? St. Pa- no, you probably couldn't I think you have even to go, go to, to Italy. It says pre-order in Italy. Oh, the Dorans over at St. Pat's Guild can get it. Come on, they no. can get it anything. Oh, yeah, wait, it says right here, pre-order in Italy for around 110 Ah, uh, okay. You could probably look on the Vatican store website. They- Italy, the uh, Italian Amazon has it, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know there was an Italian Amazon. Well, there we go. Well, Matthew, yeah. two great talking points you brought to the table. I think he has a third. Yep. Third one's funny. Well, I did have one third one. It's quick. Last week, the they, uh, they brought some new saints into the church, um, and the Pope tweeted. I don't, I don't have the tweet up right now, but basically said, like, we want to welcome the new saints to the church. And he did hashtag saints. Oh, right. And on Twitter, if you hashtag anything that's the name of an NFL team, the NFL team's logo will pop up in the tweet. <laughs> so it looked like last week that but Pope Francis had endorsed the Saints. Oh. And so everyone was saying, Saints by a million, they're going to crush everyone. Uh, the Pope has endorsed the Saints. Um, <laughs> so just to add to this, I happen to be watching Good Morning America and Robin Roberts is, of course, a giant Saints fan. I mean, crazed. Mm-hmm. And she talked about this, and she really fell for the fact that the Pope had endorsed the Saints <laughs> football team. Yeah. What is hilarious. What if the Saints win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, that would be Haven't they crazy. won before? Yeah, when they yeah. cheated. When they cheated. So uh, you got to bring the, up the camel worms. This what? other article... About it, Trap though, it. I love the last line was, um, so they had asked some of the Saints players about it, uh, and they were like, wow, that's awesome. And the last part of this article says, no word yet on how the Pope feels about the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's clever. That's really funny. <laughs> yep. So, if, do you get that one? No. Yeah. I, she had, like, this look of confusion. Because the baseball team, the Cardinals, is super good. No, it's, it's making reference. Oh, it's making reference to like I don't know the exact order, but like pr- priests can uh, can get to a cardinal status. Oh yes, okay. And it's so priest, it's bishop, priest, bishop, archbishop, cardinal, pope. Oh, and it's a little monsignor in there deacon somewhere. Deacon is the lowest. All right. Very religious podcast today. Yep. Yeah, it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Very religious man. Who's next after Matthew? I can go. Yeah, and synthetic drainage. No. So this was a topic that was brought up in my art history class, and it's pretty interesting. So I'm going to talk about the waste isolation plant in – it's in New Mexico. It's in a New Mexico desert. And what it is is it's like – Radioactive. Yes. Yeah. It's a garbage kind of disposal for nuclear – I cannot say nuclear. nuclear, nuclear, and radioactive products. Ooh. And so this place is going to be radioactive for a long time, like 10,000 years. And so the problem is they're trying to figure out how they can warn humans that this place is radioactive mm. for the future. So How they can warn humans that this place is radioactive for down the road. Okay. Yeah, so they had a few ideas like language symbols like the mr yuck and like whatever yeah but like the thing though is his language is always constantly changing like if you think about how in like romeo and juliet times they talked a lot different than we do now everything's always evolving technology whatnot um but i wanted to share one uh solution they had because it's really weird 
they had an idea to breed radioactive cats. And so the cats would change color when it's by radioactive things. And then have, like, a folktale to go with it. Like, stay away from the color-changing cat. It's really weird. Yes. Um, That is really bizarre. That sounds like a disaster. You're going to be raising mutant cats or something. And then they have to stay by the radioactive stuff, too. You know what I mean? It's like... How can they even breed that? You'd have to keep them by there because they would change color, and then you would know to stay away from that. Is that possible? I don't know, but that was one of the things. I'm curious as to how this relates to an art history course. Yeah, what? I forgot about why he tied that into what we were learning, but... I mean, maybe symbols... Yeah, we were kind of... There's a hazardous logo where it's like the yellow and the black. (laughs) Sophie's forgetting about what they talked about in class and how they got on this. Um, She got stuck on radioactive cats. They change colors. Yeah, How (laughs) how can can I get one? Can Finley be pink? (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. Now, we kind of brainstormed things of how you could warn humans for 10,000 years. Like, for the future. And that, I don't know, it's just kind of an interesting thought to think about. It is. I've never considered anything like that Uh, if you do have something that you're planning to go that long you do kind of have to build a i I like the skull and crossbones minnesota is a very big nuclear power plant place what we were i'm gonna be not so much anymore i'm gonna be honest doesn't interest me and i could care less well, another well, idea they had was having these giant needles, like sculptural needles, yep. to like kind of warn, like it's like scary, like don't go by here. But then they were like, "This is going to be a tourist attraction, and that will probably make more people." What come. happens if someone goes by it? It's sealed in containers. It's like so when you when uranium is like done after it's been used, it yeah. makes a waste Depleted. product. And the waste product is like radioactive, so it could kill somebody if it if you touch it. Yeah, like that's what um, happened to okay. what's that called? Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah. yeah. They I just don't... had to encase it in like cement because that's they have to keep it all in. So that's what they do, and they have big cement bunkers that they put these things in like uh, barrels. I don't know why everyone keeps talking about True Noble recently, and I don't know really because about that's True the Noble. Biggest nuclear Chernobyl. disaster. That's I don't know about Chernobyl. Recently. I've never heard of that. In Russia, well, we can watch. There's, there's a good documentary plant. on it. That's what my friend said. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah, we, we just um, watched that. Chernobyl was a disaster with a nuclear accident that occurred twenty April twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six, at the number four nuclear re- reactor, uh, and it just. It really messed up a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They mean, shut off the power to it, and it exploded. Was Putin yeah, in charge of it? It's the Soviet Union, so you oh. tell me. Putin was with the KGB at the time, I'm sure. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. we should just, just stop because I don't even know what you just said. Said. What do you mean so, Soviet Union, isn't it? No, Russia? I know what the Soviet Union is, but then he's like KGB, and I'm like, like, I'm out. It's like CIA. Oh. They were, they were bad guys. So um, they probably did figured out a way to use the depleted uranium to power nuclear plants. Mm-hmm. And Jeez. they were super proud of it. And then yeah. it exploded. What is wrong, though, with no. just... No, he's talking about oh. Bill Gates. Wait, just what? figured. Yeah, listen. Oh, well, Russia was super proud of that they yeah. built this thing, and then it all failed, and they didn't want to tell the world. That's why they didn't evacuate the people soon. It's messed up. Like, they waited. But, Matt, what were you saying about Bill Gates? He just figured out a way to use depleted uranium to do nuclear power. Because that's what well, all when all the coal and stuff is done, we'll we'll run everything on nuclear soon. Yeah, but they're also trying to figure out ways to not use nuclear because of the waste product that they don't know what to deal with. No, I know they, but Bill Gates just figured out a way to basically use the waste product to power the same thing. But then, what if that has a waste okay. product? And I love you too, but yeah, it's energy. Stop nerding out. Yeah, totally yeah. why don't they just make like... uranium creates energy, but there's still a waste product. We Coal should... creates energy that's still waste product. And moving no. forward. Here's what we can do. Just make uranium it's snowballs. Like a textbook. Make uranium snowballs, and the military could drop them on whatever bad guys over the, in the Middle East that were the Taliban. Oh, that's bad. That's called uh, Hiroshima. Oh, we okay. did that with a big snowball. Next topic. All right, but to end this one out, okay. skull and crossbones. I'm with mom. Just skull and cross crossbones have worked forever. Yeah. Why not just leave it they at that? They said no for that, though, because pirates started using that as their symbols. I uh, like pirates. What about what about the classic 
circle with the black and the like the orange yellow that means hazardous. I don't know. Sure. Okay. All right, go ahead, mom. We started this podcast with uh, dogs, our dog Finley, and uh, a topic of discussion in our house has been. Uh, why does the dog always seem to like one person more than the others? The dog always likes someone okay, a little bit more. Right now, I think he likes me the most. No. Yes, he, yes, I think he does. So it's about socialization, attention, positive association, and personality. That's that's what we're, the key mm-hmm. things are for how the dog gets to like someone. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm scrolling through my article. Um, But they're saying that the human personality and the dog breeds play a part in who they like the best. Okay. (laughs) Um, So um, who who do we think Finley likes the best? Me. No, I don't think Finley has actually decided yet. I think he likes me the most. But if you want Finley to like you, you can do things like play fetch, hide and teach. Hide and seek and tug of war. I I played tug of war with him for like thirty minutes. Or just today. feed him. Uh, work on having training sessions with him on skills, like <laughs> sit. Yep. You um, know, shake. Right, and you're obviously giving him treats. Probably food is another thing. Dad's got that down. And grooming or massaging your dog will help with bonding. I give him a. Bath. I think Finley likes me right now. No, he does. He doesn't. He has not decided who he likes. Mom's he likes, right. He barks when I go downstairs and won't let me shut the door. Gabe, he, he barks when anyone does that. No, nope, I do yeah. it the most. I, no. I think that Finley is still young and that he is still forming this, these bonds. I disagree. He doesn't like McLaren the most. I guarantee that right now. Well, but it's funny because all of our other dogs have like automatically picked mom right away. And Finley really has not... Because I think right I think that the dogs, even though this article kind of says it doesn't really have to do necessarily with the person who spends the most time with them, but I really think that that's who the dog ends up bonding with. But also, like my nanny dog, I bond really well with my nanny dog. I'm always the dog's favorites of my friends. You are. Yeah, and see, so you, you spend the least amount of time, but that's where it kind of goes to, it has to do with the dog that's breed and the personality of the person. The dog will automatically like that person. My mom was a person where any dog just gravitated to her. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. you know, she loved dogs, but dogs also oh, but Max loved her. loved grandma and grandpa. And okay. then we would put her, her rum and coke in the blue bottles. Or the blue, grandpa, yeah, oh, the yeah. glasses, the but blue glass. I don't know, really rum and grandpa, coke. Grandpa oh, loved grandpa. rum and coke. Uh, somebody did, and we'd always have so it. Random. I remember there'd always be yeah. that certain smell. Yes, okay, but I loved I those glasses so too. Yeah. The blue and green and glasses I think a we had at Goodrich that were like, cert- like thick and were a meaty. Glass. I think Grandpa Pizza has those. Mm. Really? Yeah, I think so. And I also remember that because that's what well, he did. That's what they had the day that he had White Castle. Okay, oh, enough, Gabriel. Enough, yeah. enough. <laughs> I found anyway. something interesting about White Castle. This is a side note. So you know how you always hear Don't. about like how bad White Castle is and how gross. First, we like White Castle. I know. <laughs> but um, one of my friends, she told me this yesterday. Her friend's mom is like, uh, I don't know what her exact title is, but she's something with meat selling meat. Mm-hmm. White Castles and Wendy's are the two that places that have like the best meat on their burgers. Quality. Like the yeah, it's like the best quality. So everyone that rips White Castles, it's the best quality. It's That's thin, funny. but it's the best That's quality probably meat. Well, why they can afford for it to be good quality is because they use so little, little. in every hamburger. Mm-hmm. Like so, Sophia. Wendy's and oh, and Culver's. But I mean, Culver's is right. a big like we do everything right. fresh. That's why you have to right. wait. Yeah. But, I do. I do. I remember seeing that like, study that came out. It was like last year or something. Sophia could yeah. tell. Everyone about was freaking out. Like that's that's fake. But no, this lady sells the meat to the fast food places, and they have those three places have the highest quality meat. So everyone that likes to rip on White Castles, we are high class with our. Fast I will never food. understand why people rip on White Castles. I don't know because I don't know either. It's, it's little sliders and it's good, especially late night. <laughs> yes. I love it. Most people have just senses. never had it. 
That's true. What game? You keep repeating your sentences. But anyways, Sophia, didn't you eat White Castle before a marathon at school and you threw up? No. Why do you that? keep talking That's about throwing up? That's the biggest lie I because, ever No, I swear. Was that somebody no. in my grade? That yeah, was not Sophia. Because I did not do that. Doesn't sound know. like a Sophia combination. No. Let me just tell you that. I'm yeah, pretty no. sure it was. Oh, no. I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, we had quite a action-packed. Are you? Were you done, hon? Yeah. Okay. Quite an action-packed. Um, oh, by the way, this week I filled in on Twin Cities Live. Oh, that's right. You that can go back fun. to uh, I don't know TCL TwinCitiesLive.com or whatever. And if you want to, if you missed that, you could. Uh, you missed a whole bunch because I was fantastic. Wasn't oh, I? It was. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, it was. You did do a good job. So you can actually go back and watch episodes. Yes, I'm sure on oh, their good. website you can go back and check it out. I watched it 17 times. We have Whoops. it taped. I know, but why don't I watch it every morning now? That's my <laughs> routine, so like, and I get the trivia question right every time. <laughs> it was uh, lots of booze and lots of food. Yes. Yeah, lots of drinks. They and, knew Dad was coming. Yeah. The problem was I could only go for one sip, so I made that sip. Right. It was quantity, not quality. Uh, that was fun. TV is a, a blast doing TV. It's a lot of fun. And Elizabeth Reese was uh, kind enough to uh, put up with me and the the entire staff there because I kept dropping my microphone, my IFB. I'm sure uh, they had to buy new equipment once I once I took off. All right. Uh, anything? Any preview for this week? Anything exciting? Hello, Mike. Go Vikes, beat Detroit. No school on yep. Friday. Gophers are 7-0. and Wisconsin lost. Yep. Number six, Wisconsin is now 6-1. and Number 20 ranked Gophers are 7-0 and in the Big Ten and uh, looking for the big climb. And it was pretty neat to see Casey O'Brien get out there uh, and uh, and play. Yeah. He's a four-time cancer survivor. If you haven't seen that, that's all over ESPN and the news and sports. Uh, he's a tough kid. And Very cool. uh, we're really yeah. happy that he... Uh, he got out there. It meant a lot to him and to the coach. And uh, as much as we tease uh, P.J. Fleck uh, at the flagship station over here, uh, that was a really nice a nice moment, tender moment. All right. Cool. Uh, social media for us, guys. What do we got? Uh, Facebook, the podcast family. Instagram, the podcast family. Twitter, at the podcast fam. Email the podcast family at gmail.com. What it do, baby? Beautiful. All right. Thanks, guys. Matthew, I hope you have a good week. We'll let you fly here and we'll talk to you probably later on today. All right. All right, bro. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Also, thank you to Father uh, Nels Jengdahl uh, for uh, participating. And uh, if we have any other questions in the future, we have his number. And now, unfortunately, he has the hotline studio number, so he might be calling every podcast. And now he is the podcast family official priest. Yes, exactly. Resident. The official resident priest. All right. Thanks, you guys. We'll talk to you again uh, next time. It's the podcast family. Happy Hanukkah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop the press. We're going to have this take us out. Oh, that's right. I thought you were going to say it all, Dooley. Just wait. Now I I don't have my headphones in. Put your headphones on. Here's a tweet, folks. These are the kids that you've been talking to or been listening to. No. No. Well, here we are, children. Thank you for attending the extracurricular Halloween fun night. I'm Morgan Cuey Wolf Slattery here to get you all prepared for Halloween. Now, first of all, we need to dress appropriately. No violent or condescending costumes. I'm going to be a cowboy with a big hat and two six shooters at my side. Uh, I don't think I'll have an ammo. It doesn't matter. A cowboy is just wrong on so many levels. Any others? Uh, I'm the secretary. Sophia? I want to be a nurse. Because these are women's jobs? Honestly. Children, there is no trick or treat. Candy is bad for you, and dressing up in inappropriate costumes will give you nightmares. Do not race from house to house. If someone is going slower than you, shine your light ahead and say, Excuse us, passing on the left. Okay, pretend there's someone in front of you. What do you say? Hey, hurry up. We got a lot of potential bounty out here. Oh, children. What do we say on Halloween after ringing the doorbell at a home in our community? Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Money or eat. Give me some candy or I'll kick you in the seat. Hey, lady, I want the goods. I ain't got a line. No, no, no. Hey, hurry up. Ooh. Did we scare ya? Hey, lady. Do you have I said goods? No, Sophia. no, no. We 
say wellness and equal opportunity. Wellness and opportunity? Mimi? I don't even know what that means, you old bailax. Makes me cry. Isn't that just awesome? I wasn't born yet. You weren't born yet, but we'll, uh, <laughs> well, you're a superstar in our, in our, in our family. Okay, buddy boy. Yep. <laughs> hey, you're the only one that's done modeling for the Mall of America and Subway. True. Yep. I'm going to be the most successful too. All right. Well, just condo in Florida. It's all we want. Yep. All yes. right. We'll talk. This will end table talk. I'm not sure who has the last word, but it's coming up quick. Me. I do. I'm going to have it. Me. Nope, I'm going to have it. Gabe Mikulski, my name is Gabe Mikulski. Nope. I'm going to have the last word. I'm going to have the last uh, word. Yep, no. I'm going to have the last word. Last word? Last word, check. Nope. Last word. Nope. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah.